0: Welcome to Crystal Uncorked. I'm your host, Crystal Vilkaitis, and I'm all about keeping business real, raw, and refreshingly honest. From the peaks to the valleys, we'll explore my journey and the inspiring stories of remarkable women entrepreneurs just like you. Together, we'll uncover the heart of business, embrace vulnerability, and evolve, celebrating the power and success of women in business. I am thrilled and honored you're here. Cheers. Welcome back to Crystal Uncorked. You know, they say don't meet your heroes. And yesterday I met one of my business heroes, Mr. Don Miller. And I got to tell you that whole, this whole past two days at the writer's workshop and meeting Don and learning from him in person was better than I could have imagined. So I disagree with the whole don't meet your heroes. I am blown away by what I just experienced over the past two days. I mean, so much happened, and I'll touch on a few of those things in this episode, and I'm sure more things are going to come up. But first, if you are watching this, cheers, I've got some wine. We were drinking a Tempranillo, and I'm in a hotel room because I am in Brentwood, uh, Tennessee, which is just outside of Nashville. And if you don't follow along on social media, then let me catch you up. I went to a writer's workshop hosted by Donald Miller yesterday and today, and it was at his home. There's like a carriage house that's an event space in a property that is up the hill from his house. Stunning property. And we, there was about 20 of us there all looking to write our first book. And I am so like, I was excited about my book before going to this. I am even more excited. I feel like I am so like in the right. I'm, in, I'm, a, I'm aligned. I feel like the idea is right. It's exactly where I need to be based off of everything I learned. Like, I got such a great formula to help me really write this book and write it well. You know, the whole thing is writing a good book, something that's easy to follow, that people get value from. There are times when you read things and you're like, I can't even get through this. Like, your brain is working too hard because it's not written well. And I want to not only really have an impact on local businesses and really help grow their business, but I also want it to be written really well. So it's easy for them to get. And that is something where I have called Don my business crush because when I read Story Brand when we were in Italy for a month, I mean, I was just like wanting to yell. Maybe I kind of did, because I was just like, his writing is so good. It landed, it was clear, it was simple. What he taught, it felt doable. And I just that's when I really fell in love with him. So Don't worry, Dustin knows about my love for Dawn. (laughs) So I want to cheers to an epic couple of days. And in this episode, I just want to give you some of the big highlights. It doesn't matter if you're writing a book or not. There were such great things that were discussed that can help any kind of business. So cheers to a great day. Great two days. The first thing that I want to talk about is something was said. So this was a two-day, all-day event. And something was said within the last like 15 minutes of the event. Don said, if you think of yourself as an artist versus a business person, then you'll be a lot more successful. He was giving an example of a musician that's here in Nashville that he's working with and helping him on his messaging. And he was saying, like, he has just created a masterpiece. Like, this guy is a singer songwriter, has just created a masterpiece and he's doing something different he is selling this album for $99 he's not putting it on spotify or you know releasing it as a download you have to buy it you know privately i'm assuming for $99 and that is kind of like newsworthy so he's going to be on podcasts talking about why it costs that much and the whole thing is that it costs i think don was saying about $60,000 to get this album published like people don't Understand how much it goes into getting a record published, and I mean, like, think of all the people that you're paying and editing, and musicians, and the production, and it takes months to produce. And kind of similarly to writing a book, something I learned today that it can take like forty to sixty thousand to a hundred thousand dollars to write and publish a book. I wasn't expecting that, you know. So I definitely have to kind of think creatively on how I'm going to be publishing this book, but because I do feel like I'm going to need about forty thousand dollars minimum to publish it. But that's a whole other thing. So, but this guy, so he's doing something very interesting. He is an artist. He's going to sell this for ninety nine dollars, and that's just a break even point for him. But then if he sells like a certain amount of records, then that I think basically hits that, you know, sixty thousand. So what six hundred? Or 6,000 records, then he would break even. So he's doing something that's very creative though. And I think I don't care what kind of business you are. This is going to make you think differently. If you really think about what he is doing and how you could offer something that's so different like this. So it doesn't mean that you have to. I just, I think it's good to, cre- to think creatively and different. So what he's doing is he's selling it for $99, but then he is also giving an option where you can buy the record for $500, but that gets you a piece of the pie, a piece of equity, basically. So of anything that is sold above a certain point, and I keep saying 60K, I can't, I don't know if that was the exact amount, but we're just using it in this example. So anything above 60K, if you invested that $500, then you are getting a A portion, like if it's 5% of the profit. And I love this idea because talk about thinking really differently. And when you have passionate raving fans, and they have an opportunity to make some money based off of your talents, you know, like, have you ever had an artist or like a friend and you're like, you're so talented? Like one time, my dear, dear, one of my dearest friends, Came up to me and he, he had come into some money and he was trying to figure out what to do with the money. And he was like, if I could invest in you, I would like, can I? Can I invest in your business and like have, you know, get a percentage? Cause he really believed in me, which was one of the biggest compliments anyone could have ever given me. Like he is basically saying, like, here's money. Can I just invest in you and your business? And so, Giving your, your customers or your followers, or your listeners, that kind of opportunity, I think is really interesting. And I think that there could be opportunities there for authors. So it's an idea I'm playing with. I mean, why not? Right. Why not think about new creative ways to engage with your community and build something that you all can thrive from, from possibly. So that was really neat, but thinking as an artist, if you put that filter on while you're looking at your marketing, your business model, your structure, how you connect with your customers and your employees. And I just think that it really can give you a different perspective. And it might help you solve problems better or faster or in a very unique way that people aren't doing today. And I just feel like that's something I've been thinking a lot about in my business is how can we be different? I just uh, I'm like sick and tired of the same type of marketing and the same kinds of emails and the same kind of launches and maybe I'm missing an opportunity because I sat with some people today where it's still working really well for them. They've got an ad and you opt in and you get the lead magnet and then you go into the emails and then you buy the course. And that's really working for these people. It just hasn't for us, and I and I'm kind of bored of it. And it's just like, oh, the same kind of thing. So Anyways, obviously, I like to do a lot of tangents here on crystal and corked, but I do hope you're finding value out of this. I think it's great when we can think creatively and differently. Another thing that Don said, somebody asked, like, how do you structure your day so you actually get the writing done? Because he runs a multi-million dollar business. He has a family. He has a two-year-old. He has written several books and it's really a process. And he it was all about routine he's like i don't want i don't exactly i wrote it down i don't know exactly how he worded it but he said something like i don't think about it as i'm writing a book and i need to sit here and write a book you're creating a writing routine and you're just become you're a writer you're just this is what you do every day and so he said 3 to 5 times a week or 2 to 5 times a week he will go to the same cafe sit at the same table have the same thing for Breakfast, have the same drink. And then he sits there for two, two and a half hours and he writes and it's a routine. It's something that he has trained himself. And this is how he writes his books. He'll also sometimes work on keynote presentations or some marketing copy, but his team really does most of that. But it's about the routine. And he said, you don't stop once the book's done. You then go right into writing the next book. It's like a part of you. You're just a writer. This is what you do. Now. And I absolutely loved that because I am very much a routine person in the morning. I feel like after like nine thirty, the day can kinda go to hell in a handbag. <laughs> like where did I don't think I've ever said that before, but I kinda like it. Hell in a handbag. I think it's hell in a basket or something, but handbag is just so much more chic. So You know, I have a really great morning structure, but sometimes when I sit down to journal, I don't. I'm like, what do I really want to talk about? But I feel like that's when I'm most tuned in, plugged in. I just flow; things flow for me. And so, for me, I feel like this is going to be kind of an easy thing to create this routine of writing for a couple hours first thing in the morning. But it just makes writing a book feel kind of easy in a way. There, that was something that was very surprising for me personally through the past couple of days. Is everything was kind of feeling easy. Like it's a workshop. So we would, you know, here's a whole structure of how you're going to do the book. So here, what are your subplots, which could be potentially your chapters? Those came very easily to me. Then you've kind of got the structure within each chapter of like what the hook is and what's the promise that you're going to deliver in this chapter and what is the problem and what is the, the solution basically? And then what is the the action? I might have messed this up a little bit. So don't be like, okay, taking notes. This is how I write a book. I just recommend going to Dawn to learn that. And honestly, if anybody's curious and really wants to know what the exact structure is, I can tell you. I can go through my book, my notebook and, and give you notes. Happy to share. My point is that we had 20 minutes to do that and I went outside. I took off my shoes. I just plugged into the grass and wrote this thing. And I feel like I blinked and 20 minutes went by, but it was so easy for me to fill out that section to where when we came back, I had to ask the question, like, this just feels really easy. So I feel like I might be doing it wrong because I feel like it should be hard. And everybody laughed like, you know, probably people that laughed can relate to that. We try to make things more complicated. I think that I have something that. I know I've been teaching for many years. It is a different angle though. I'm really excited for the freshness of this angle. I have a lot of people's stories to tell that I'm really excited to tell. And so, you know, why wouldn't it be easy? Like let it be easy. It doesn't have to be hard. Let it be easy. It's a great quote graphic if I had somebody making quote graphics for this show, but I don't right now. So I love the routine and it makes it feel easy to get this book done. And this bleeds into the next thing. So Don had us write down like, when is your, there's kind of three drafts that you write. So he's like, when's the first one going to be done? The second one, the third one. Okay. From that third one, you need about six, about a month to get something else done. What's the dates of all this? And then he had us write, what the launch date of the book is going to be. And then at the very end of the workshop, we stood up and we had a glass of champagne and we went around and said the name of our book and our launch date. So I'll share that here. The name of my book is 15 Mile Famous and the launch date is February 21st, 2025. Now I did have it in Based off all the math and like how things should spec out, it was around December of twenty twenty four, and I was like, ugh, launching a book in December I don't feel like is a good plan. And me, I like to move fast and think that I can get things done faster than everybody else, and then that's usually not the case. So there's this like personal desire to get it done in twenty twenty four. I also remembered I'm getting married in twenty twenty-four, so and I'm hosting Evolve, which is a lot of energy and work. And so I I feel good about twenty twenty five. I guess I just There's this big part of me that's like, I want this book done next year, like in 2024. So that is my goal. But the launch date that I'm claiming is that February 2025. What I loved about Dawn having us do this is I really believe that there is power in claiming like what you're going to do by when. And, you know, life happens. Am I going to, is it going to be that exact date? Probably not. But, maybe I'm going to be around there. You're shooting for something. So often we'll be like, I want to write a book. Okay, great. What's the book going to be on? When are you going to start? How are you going to get it done? When are the drafts done? When are you submitting? Like, You have to put things on the calendar. You have to work backwards. You have to hold yourself accountable. You have to actually put dates on a calendar. We we will have these very general goals with no accountability baked into it. And, and a deadline is accountability. So um, I love that he had to say it out loud into a group. And I'm really excited to read the books of all the people that were in my group. And I'm excited to have my book out into the world as well. Actually, I'm going to take a sip of my wine because cheers to February 21st, 2025. Okay. Part of this workshop, Don brought in, which was just such a cool added value. He brought in a hybrid publisher. So I learned all about traditional publishing, hybrid publishing and self publishing. And then he also had his literary agent there, like a book agent and really interesting to learn from them and just understand that side of the industry and you know, what your options are and what people will do for you and what you still need to do, what the cost is for things. Like it was a really great part of the the workshop. And something that they all said is it's like, you have to be authentic. You have to have your authentic view on whatever it is that you're talking about. Like nothing is original, but you still have to have like your personality has shined through. You have to be your authentic self. So don't get too caught up in like what other what what else is written out there or how other people sound or whatever. Like you really want to be your authentic self. And I'm just saying this. This sounds like duh, right? But you might be driving or working out or walking or something, listening to this, being like, yeah, obviously. I think people forget it though, and it's exactly what I teach with social media, like you just got to be you. I think that sometimes when there's a camera on us or when there's a pen in our hand or we're creating content, we think we have to be a certain way. We think that we have to be funny. We think that we have to be professional. We think that we have to be like my competitor or somebody that I aspire to be. And we will lose our own tone or we get afraid to share our own opinions on how things are. And really... We get afraid to be vulnerable and tell our stories, but that is what makes us authentic. That is what makes it interesting. That is what makes it different from anything else. And people crave that kind of entertainment and inspiration and realness and something that they haven't heard before or seen before. And so this is just another reminder that really validates the fact that you need to be authentic in your content and you have to show up no matter what kind of channel it is if it's a book if it's social if it's whatever it is you've got to be authentic. They also talked a lot about the power of your platform. And this part makes me nervous a little bit. I don't have a large platform. You know, they they really want they like the first thing they do is look at people's social media and I kind of get I find myself kind of beating myself up a little bit. On this, because it's like, well, you teach social media and you only have, you know, 5,000 Facebook likes and about 5,000 Instagram followers and your personal brand only has like 1,300. And I mean, that's so small when they're looking for people to have about like a million, you know? And it's like, if I mean, I may never even get a quarter of that. Like, so all of a sudden, head trash can come in and be like, okay, I'm, I'm never going to get. A publisher, and then you start feeling like, well, then if I don't have a publisher, then you don't have distribution, and then if you are self publishing, then you have to get distribution and you have to sell books. But I don't have the platform, and then you are like, oh my god, what am I doing? Is this all for nothing? And it, there is an expense, and like you can spiral. Oh my god, I just have to share something. I am sitting in my hotel room, and I can look out on a parking lot, and this couple—they're all dressed up. It's they look so beautiful, and the man opened the door for her. Good job, man. That made me so happy to see. I just, you don't see that very often. I'm glad I got to catch it. Anyways, what are we talking about? Platforms. So it kind of also goes hand in hand with what I teach at Crystal Media of like showing up, of building your audience. You know, the more people that you can reach and connect with, the more people are seeing your content, the more people can come to your events, they can come into your store. You know, we just... The more valuable of an asset you have if you want to sell your business, like there's just power in numbers. Now you want these people to be quality versus quantity. Like they really need... And this is something I kind of wish I would have asked actually, hindsight looking back. I wonder if they look at actual engagement. Are they being like, Oh, this person has a million followers, but um, their posts get hundreds of... Likes versus like thousands of comments and tens of thousands of likes. Like, cause you know, you could buy and build up this fake profile and be like, look, I have a million, but are people actually engaging? They must look at the engagement, but everybody was talking about size versus actual engagement. So there's that. But, but the power of just having an audience and growing a list and growing a platform is obviously important for authors and for you to get published and have an audience to, to market to, but obviously for your business as well to really connect with your people. And they just like talked about platforms so much. So if you are thinking about writing a book, that was a big takeaway for me. Build your platform. And this could also be your email list Like you, Dawn gave us the goal of having 500 to 5,000 people on your email list. And these are really engaged people. So we have over 5,000 people on our email list at Crystal Media, but I would say there's only about 2,500 or so that are actually engaged, like really engaged and open every email. So I would like to work harder at that and getting more people in there. I have so many ideas, you guys. I have so many fucking ideas that are so good. About connecting with the audience and using my platforms that I do have, like rooted in retail and the show Crystal and Corked. And I do, I feel like the stars are aligned, like my success is inevitable. And I have to tell you something, me thinking about saying that just now, I was like, Ooh, do you want to say that? Cause that kind of sounds like you have a big ego. And I said it anyways, because I really do feel that way. And I'm not saying it from an ego place. I'm saying it from, I know that I have a lot of value. I want to show up in this way and I, I really think that I'm onto something here and can really do it and I believe in myself. And I just wanted to point that out not to defend the reason that I'm claiming my success to anybody who might think that, wow, that was too egotistical or whatever. She thinks a lot of herself. I'm saying this whole thought process to you because if anybody is listening to this who doesn't claim their success and is like, my success is inevitable and is just confident with that and believes that, then I would love for you to journal about that and really think about why maybe you don't feel that way. Maybe you wouldn't proclaim that. Maybe you're like, I don't know if it is, or do I believe in myself? Like that could be a really good journal prompt. So I just have a feeling that somebody, maybe one person listening to this feels that way. So I needed to take a tangent and say that because I want you to be proud and I want you to be able to say, my success is inevitable. I just see it. I know it. I believe it. I feel it. And that's really where I'm at right now. So that all feels really good. So the final thing that I'm going to share for this episode, and I was like, I don't know if this is good or bad for me to share, um, but I'm going to do it, is Don, one of the first things we did in day one was write the back cover of our book. And he's like, tomorrow, we're going to have publishers here and you should give them the back of your book. like They might call you. And so I took that very serious. So I worked on it and worked on it and worked on it. And here is what the back of my book, what I came up with now. Obviously, so much of this is probably going to change. The title could change. What's in the book could change. There's so much. Just I'm in the very early stages. But I'm going to share the back of the cover with you on this podcast. So again, I don't know if that's good or bad to do, but I'm going to do it. So the working title today is 15 Mile Famous from Best Kept Secret to Local Celebrity. And the back of the book says, in bold, it starts out, in a world where businesses chase the global spotlight, there's a path less traveled, becoming a local legend. Everywhere you look, businesses are rushing to shine on the global stage. But while others zig, you can zag. Within these pages, Crystal Vilkaitis offers a compelling roadmap from invisibility to local celebrity. Explore proven strategies that enable businesses to leave a lasting impression in their communities. But the journey isn't without its challenges. From the lurking shadows emerge two formable foes. Overwhelm with its paralyzing grip of endless marketing options and fear with its stifling whispers of inadequacy, rejection, and failure. Discover the secrets to becoming the name everyone knows and trusts in your region. Practical steps to conquer overwhelm and pick the marketing strategies tailor-made for you. Powerful tactics to vanish, nope, to vanquish, that should probably be vanish. Fears of visibility, technology, and imposter syndrome. Transform your business into the hometown hero everyone talks about. Ready to be 15 mile famous. So I don't know. Do you like that? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Um, I did give it to the agent and the hybrid publisher. And we'll see if they contact me. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. But I did it because often in those cases, I get really nervous and I won't turn it in. And it was a whole debacle actually getting this printed because I went downstairs. I messaged them last night to make sure they have a printer. They do. So this morning I went downstairs and I'm trying to print. And then the printer thing is like the drum needs to be inserted. I'm like, what? So I'm just like thinking maybe it's more about paper or something. So I'm like trying to fix paper stuff. And why do printers always break? Like, what is why? Why do printers either break or they don't work? Like, how is it? Is it really that hard? Why has nobody figured out how to make a fucking printer easy to use? Side note, if anyone has a good printer recommendation that's like easy to use, you should tell me. My home one is okay. It's from Costco, but it's like, what's the deal? Anyways, I go to the front desk and she's like, "Oh, like she remembered it." I think, even though she knew I was over there trying to print, she's like, "Well, you could just email it to me." Well, now I'm running late, so I start to panic. I'm like, "Oh my god, do I still try to do this at the risk of being late?" But I'm like, "This is your chance. Like, this is your shot." And I'm not throwing away my shot. The little Hamilton reference, uh, which I'm going to see with my team in like three weeks, but. Anyways, we got it done with 10 minutes to spare. And thankfully I was courageous enough to hand it it. Here's something that's so funny about this. And then I'll, uh, let you go for this episode of Crystal and Quirked. I didn't put the title of the book on these things that I printed to give them for the back of my cover. I just, I printed three and like the subject lines in there. I didn't have an attachment. The Word document was too slow. I was just like, Oh my God. I didn't put the title of the book on this. So then I'm handwriting it on these to give it to them. And my handwriting is like a kindergartner. But that was a lesson I learned. Put the title. I I was just like, this could make a fun for fun story if I do get published. And then it is a big time seller. And it's like, do you remember when you handed that in? You didn't even have the title on there. So We'll see. But I'm I'm glad I turned it in. What no matter what happens out of them, not expecting anything at all. It's just I'm glad that I had the courage to do it. And then I sat down and through this exercise, it gave me that chance to do it. I'm sure a lot will change. That book cover will totally change, I'm sure. But that's a mini thing of what's going on. I'm gonna be asking people to if they're interested in joining the behind the scenes of me writing a book and hearing kind of just like, the process and what's happening and things I'm learning and discoveries and you know the highs and lows of writing this book I'm gonna be an open book and share it all and I'm going to be asking if anybody wants to get that newsletter I'll be sending out like a once a month um, email just taking people through it so if you want to be on that then stay tuned because I'll release how you can join that and I'll share on Crystal and Corked as well but that's what happened. In here in Brentwood, Tennessee. I'm really excited to get to writing. I've had this pull to write for so many years, and so it's finally happening. And I'm really excited about that. So thank you for listening, for being here, for being on this journey with me. Oh my God, I have to just plug this. I can't believe this We're crystal and quarks. Don Miller did this workshop. Don Miller is my keynote at Evolve. Go to Evolve. If you're going to Evolve, think of a question you want to ask Don because he's brilliant we're going to have some Q&A time. It'll be, it'll be quick. But oh my God, this man is so brilliant. He's so brilliant. And I'm just honored that I got to learn from him in person for two days. And I am honored he's going to join the Evolve stage. So I hope to see you in the room and cheers to writing a book. And I'll see you on the next see you. Bye.